I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We are a new show breaking down the anime news, views, and shows you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) Tune in every week for the latest anime updates and possibly a few debates. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. You can listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hi, this is Tom Cruise. And your mission, if you choose to accept it, is to listen to this really, really great Sans Spance radio podcast. Wow. Hey, this is Mark Wahlberg. And things wouldn't have went down like they did if I hosted my favorite podcast, Hey Fam. This episode of Hey Fam is brought to you by the new guy that Angus discovered this week. Oh yeah, for a lot of people this is probably an old guy, but because I've been um, watching a large amount of uh, bodybuilding <laughs> YouTube videos for, for some research for something yeah, that I'm no, working on. Not because you're trying to work on your body at all. No, no, it's for an upcoming project. I wonder what all these egg whites are doing around your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wonder whether this, uh, where my toilet was blocked. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I'm being because I'm doing it on my personal account. I'm being recommended just some incredible, incredible heroes. Yeah, I mean like future, past, and present guys of the year. Mm-hmm. I think, and uh, you know, this was this guy was a personality like seven or eight years ago before he's untimely death. Yeah, uh, he goes by the name of Rich Piana. You know, he's good because when you put his name in like Apple Music or Spotify, there are songs about him where he's featured on songs. Oh wow! It's the first thing I did. That's part of my new routine now. When I find one of these guys, a guy, a guy, I go straight to a nom- streaming nominee, service, yeah. and I'm like, amazing! They are featuring or have inspired songs. No one made a song about that kid Cannon last week yet. Yet, yet, um, yeah. And I just, damn, I was just showing Levin some of his greats because um, you, you know he might look like. He essentially just looks like a um, a Caucasian colored Hulk. That he's he's enormous. Yeah, he yeah. looks like when Bruce Banner it, 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 like has transformed, but he forgot to turn green essentially. But is also before he transformed was in Crazy Town, the <laughs> band. Like he's covered in like these gnarly tattoos. But he's also got like a like almost like a rockabilly haircut. Yeah, as well. yeah, yeah. 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 He's, he's kind of just like a few things. Yeah. Smushed together, but one of my favorite videos is someone he's made and uploaded before he died was just like. Two minutes of him talking about how much he loves ice no, cream. No, so that was... Oh, that was post-death. Yeah, post-death. So, oh, yeah. That's even better. It's Normally, like, Angus is like, new guy just dropped. But in this case, it was new guy just dropped dead. New guy dropped... Old guy dropped, dropped dead. dead. And yeah. I, he's a new guy to me. But him driving around just like manically purchasing Ben and Jerry's and Haagen-Dazs. And Re- I was like, relatable. I've never seen something more yeah. relatable from this world. But yeah... Um, you know, if you haven't sought him out before or haven't come across him, there's an amazing video of him. Just the thumbnail should be in the Hall of Fame thumbnails. It's his wedding. 
Uh, the Hall of Thumbs. It's just like, it looks like a shot from like WWE WrestleMania. It's just like him and his tuxedo has the arms ripped off. And his wife looks like, you know, you can basically see her boobs. And the priest or whoever's marrying them is also just like a ripped dude with no sleeves on. And he's wearing it's like, like a this hoodie. weird, like onesie hoodie yeah, thing. Yeah, it's incredible. you got to see these fits. They're, it's it's one of the, fits, the best. very insane. Yeah. But yeah, I, I, I was really enamored by him last night. And spent a lot of time just watching him. And I didn't want to know how he died yet. I was going through. I wanted to kind of put myself in his... You know, day one. Yeah, I mean, you see a guy that size, you hear he dies. It, it, Unsurprising. Problem, You're more surprised if he's alive. Yeah, very You're like, true. damn. But yeah, he and he's just kind of like your classic um, veneers, crazy tattoos that kind of say stuff like self-made. And, yep. But then like, yeah, he also like peddled a, I guess, a supplement company called 5%. I, yeah, I, so I need to know what, what, what songs he's featured on. on that well, there were songs that he's inspired more so. Right. So what is it? Rich Piano? Yeah. Like piano with an A at the end. He did a song. Ziz did a song about it? Well, no, that's not. A, that's what I mean. This is what got me in the. Okay. Yeah. Right. Yeah, yeah. All right. Wow. So there we go. Oh, there's a bunch of. Oh, wow. So someone called Trayvon did a song called Bulk Through Summer with Rich Piano. Oh, her? it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, um, like a club remix. It just uses like, I guess like vocal samples. That's what they do for a lot yeah, of the, yeah. for a lot of the like, um, funk or fwak, whatever it's called. Fwak, What? It's that like style of like EDM trance. Okay. Fwak, fwak. It's felt like, yeah, I, I, I sound like I'm dumb, but. Yeah. You sound like you're having a stroke. It's spelled like. Fwak. It's only because I know it from a hashtag. How do you spell it? Finding for you. I thought I knew every genre of music there ever Did was. Did you know? You I know, know, I know uh, shit about shit. Fun, uh, you can't even spell this, man. Well, no, genre. it's got like PHs. It's like <laughs> that's weird. How, how would I look it up? What what what, what are the maybe what are the like, keywords? Maybe it's like F A. Look, I don't I don't think we need U N K. I don't I don't need to. Are you gonna spend the next hour trying to figure this out, or are we gonna do a motherfucking episode? Funk. I guess we're kind of. Oh, you know what? What is it? They interviewed um, at work. They interviewed Jonathan Majors, otherwise known as Kang. And, what, and I think they spoke Kang's to him a about. Funk funk. Fan? Well, no, they was asking what he listens to at the gym. Let me just find. Out. I think they say it here, or maybe it's funk. Funk. P- yeah, okay, and, they're spelling it P P H O N K. Yeah. Is it is it funk? Funk. No, funk. no, you I'll play it for you. So this is what funk sounds like. Oh yeah, okay. Right. Yeah. TikTok music. Yeah, it's TikTok. Yeah. I know I know that song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what I mean. You wouldn't know it. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of these like bodybuilding songs are like funk EDM, which is like Another, the next like, level, it's, yeah. Was like, it, it's, it's like a subgenre of funk. Yeah, yeah. You could probably have funk rockabilly, funk punk. Like, you yeah. Know what I mean? So yeah, if if, if uh, Rich Piano was still alive, he'd be into funkabilly for sure. Yeah, uh, there's probably going to be, um, uh, but there probably already is one like a funk EDM festival. Funk fest. So you type in like funk EDM, and it brings up like funk house mix drift music, and it's just like. Yeah. Right. Okay. Sure. Yeah, it's like, like <laughs> it's like vaporwave for people that take pre-workout every day. Yeah, it's yeah. it's F45 vaporwave. 
Speaking of um, F45, uh, another guy, uh, you know, Hall of Famer, Mark Wahlberg. Mm-hmm. I've heard of him. I, I believe you have. But have Ted you seen- Two's Mark Wahlberg. Did you see his, um, his like, you know, he always hits Lent pretty hard. Oh, he's going But have you seen how hard he's lit it, hit it to the point where like he's calling and he's doing it with a Hollow app. So you're calling it a 40 day challenge. I reckon he sold all his shares in F45 so he could put them in Hollow app. So what I see he's doing, he's like, look, I reckon he went to Hollow. Yep. And he's like, Lent, what's Lent? Kids aren't doing Lent. You know what they're all about? Now they're about like 40-day body transformations. What we're going to do, we're going to do the f 45 occasion of religion. <laughs> we're F45 in Catholicism. We're changing Lent to the 40-day challenge. Honestly, I think that's what he's done. Yeah, right. So he, he, I didn't actually watch the video, but if you... Well, he's on like Good Morning America and Ravan, they're just saying like, he's on there with his like Ash Wednesday shit. The crucifix on his head. Yeah, and Ravan, they're just saying like, the, the, the uh, chroma doesn't say like Mark Wahlberg doing Lent. It says Mark Wahlberg's 40-day challenge. <laughs> it's like a rebrand of Lent. It's insane. And it's just like, I don't think that's by accident. I think he's like taken, you know, well, not him, obviously someone from his team, but they're like... You know, and he's been going to F45. Part of it is him going to F45 every day. But it's like, it's a business he owns. He's just going to work. Yeah, that's what I mean. While wearing his municipal fit. Yeah, right. Like he's just literally doing like three level inception. I went, of, man, I went to a Catholic high school, as you know, and, and primary school. I'm and, so and sorry you were. By high school, no one gave a shit about Lent. But, um, oh, actually, yeah, that was cool. Yeah, all the, all the teachers and priests at my primary school gave up molesting us for Lent. Well, I know, 40 days is nice, isn't it? Um, but, uh, I, like, yeah. I think that's two weeks in a row We've just made huge um, Like teachers had sex with us jokes <laughs> We've, um, Which isn't a joke And if that's happening to you You should really speak to someone you trust And definitely true. call a, We'll probably we're stick just, it so, you know, okay. We've got we to bring pedophilia Back to being associated with the Catholic Church Well yeah it's This had week's a, been It's had a, ru- it's had it's a, a horrible r- rebrand That we're like vehemently against Well yeah a lot, of, a lot of Western suburbs figures Have been brainwashed into thinking that uh, uh, Mardi Gras and Pride, uh, basically, uh, is, is like a a like a um a front for pedophile rings. It's such bullshit. It's insane, and it's really just and it's, damaging and harmful and just dog it's all shit. these bored motherfuckers. That, like, just get into anime, dude. Like, it's, it's like so, someone hasn't they don't, they don't have the money to afford a Crunchyroll subscription, so they get into fucking conspiracy theories, and instead of like watching a thousand episodes of One Piece. They read 1,000 shared Facebook posts about a fucking tunnel, a pedophile tunnel network. Oh, yeah. They're like Pizzagate heads, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. Is that rain? It's fucking raining. Have you, hang on. You got some washing out there, brother. No, I just want to close this window. Okay, cool. It gets a little, it's a little, it's a little wild in here. Yeah. is crazy. We're about to have a fucking 38 degree Monday coming up. That's dog shit. Yeah. Summer has ended here. Um, but no, I, it, it was a it was a really mild January, and we're gonna have a fucking hectic March. What do you mean? Like heat wise. That sucks. Yeah. I, I I don't like the heat. I'm into it for a little while, then I get over it. Same yeah. as the cold. Autumn like, and spring, I'm like the in betweeners when it comes to. Like, they're the best. They're the, mild, they're, the, they're the mild months. Yeah, they're nice months. Hashtag you know, they're mild not extreme. You can what, witching Mando again. No, I just want to look at that cute moment. Of, of we'll talk about that later. Grogu and is it is that that's not the Babu Frick, is it? It's just a yeah. It's the, no, 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 no. It's, it's just, just some a race of um, people. Weird little Russian monkey yeah. men. They're just so cute. <laughs> this guy's got babu freak fever. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's pretty amazing. That's kind of like dangerous of Lucasfilm to put the two most adoring. Oh, they knew what they were doing. They, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so good. So we're going to talk about Mando season three uh, later on tonight. 
Um, but before Angus gets to talk about the cutest things that he engages with in pop culture, I got to talk about mine and the fact that Angus is finally engaging with him too. And that is the new Kirby game. Oh, yeah. Or yeah, the yeah, new yeah. old Kirby game. Just like our new guy of the week new was guy an old dead. guy. This was once a game that died. Uh, it's yeah. now back. So it was called, the, the old name that it was called in Australia has died. It was called Kirby's Adventure Wii in Australia. Which is kind of like what you do when you're drunk and there's no toilet at a venue you or you're at a party Wii. or something. You go for an adventure Wii. That was, yeah, that was me every night after Falls Festival this year. Yeah, adventure Wii. I'd be like, well, why is everyone going to bed? We're going to go explore the campsite and do do adventure Wii's. There's something just like beautifully, I don't know, I find it serene about urinating outside. Oh, yeah. I like, even when I, when I, uh, in my home, like my childhood home where I had like, you know, like a, a front fence that, it's like we're down on a slope so you can't see and i'd like you know go to the kitchen at night grab something and if i need to pee the the, the basically the front door and the oh, bathroom yeah. were equidistant it's your mum and dad's house right Didn't yeah you? you still do it your mum like complained about it last time i saw her yeah sometimes you just, I just take like, a piss in the backyard <laughs> sometimes the front around the side it's great but what I, why i did it is because um my dog sparky who i had while growing up like as a teenager he was like my first my dog that i had to like really look after he was like the family's but he was like my responsibility Part of me training him to pee, That's I was right. like, well, if I pee, he's yeah. going to pee. And he would smell mine and be like, well, fuck, I want to piss on this. This is my area. And it was kind of like training him. Yeah, I DJ'd on, uh, on Mardi Gras night this past weekend and got home. Well, I got, I got the, but the city bus home and the, the, the bus stop is like 4Ks from my house. And it's a beautiful walk on like a, a like when the when the weather's good. Wait, whereabouts is it? Uh, it's like where like the M2 drops you off on, Win- on Windsor Road, like kind of almost like Castle Hill. Sure. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Falcom Hills, um, Hills District. Falcom Hills. Yeah, that's right. Um, and so uh, EDM. I had a great wee on the way home. There's a, there's a, there's a good spot. Yeah. yeah. What, what makes it great is it like the position. It's like because well, you don't want you have an audience. Well, you know exactly. You exactly. You don't want the audience, but also you don't want to have to trudge into someone else's front yard. It's like it's like a, you know it's like a bushy strip. Yeah, I do feel for great it. acoustics. As I mean, speaking of pissing in publicly, Mardi Gras, uh, famously, uh, when, you know, the parade goes through Oxford Street in Sydney, no toilets. So it's a great night yeah, for my, public pissing. A guy who used to work for me when I had a restaurant, Brad, he... Um, Grimace. Shouts when you, to Brad. When you, yeah, when you right, ran yeah, McDonald's. Yeah. The Hamburglar. The Hamburglar himself. <laughs> yeah. He uh, he <laughs> was at Mardi Gras one year. And Man he had, McCheese. He actually got, like, it was like, it was like fucking 4am or something and he took a piss like in one of the cops and yeah got got a fucking fine from the cops yeah they it's like we'll provide public toilets yeah exactly yeah or like don't like just D- let me piss it's if there's one day dicks are out for the boys just yeah or just today i feel like after fucking midnight just piss where you want there should be like a yeah like a um just like oh yeah toilets don't yeah like floor is lava except toilets are lava rule <laughs> and it's like if i piss um, I always used to think, I was like, man, wouldn't it be crazy if like you pissed on an electric eel and it like shocked you right up and you like died. And I used to think of that electricity but running then- through my urethra, going through every bit of my body. I could feel it in my fingertips and just going out to my brain and killing me. Or heart. I probably both. The but same how would, wouldn't you just, how would, like, what's the electric eel doing out of the water? Well, maybe it's in the toilet and it's like you're living in like a place where sewerage is crazy. Okay. Like, and the yep. electric eel has literally made its way into your bowl. In your igloo, you can't your see igloo it. toilet. You touch it quickly and it's like because of that stream of liquid and the liquid there, the conductor, you're pissed and you, you blow up. Do you remember the rumor that there were like, um, you blow up from pissing? Like tiny fish that if you ever piss in like a pub, in like a, 
river. They go inside you. They, they, swim, they, up they swim up your river. They can only get in there if you're pissing. No other holes. You could be talking. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. What, it was you like don't, vomiting. don't piss in the water because those little fish will swim up your river. Where did that urethra. come from? Yeah. I don't know. Um, Fuck, you remember that movie Piranha where Jerry O'Connell gets his dick ripped off by a piranha? Yeah. It's like a good movie. Yeah. Piranha 3D, right? Yeah. Yeah. 3 double D. 3 double D. Hubba hubba. Today's, isn't that what it's called or I think it the sequel? Is. Three Double D. Right. Was this, then they made a bunch, right? But they made a sex sequel and everyone hated the sequel and they just stopped. Apparently, kind of apparently Cocaine Bear has big um, piranha, piranha like, energy. Yeah, it just seems like a movie where you look at the title and go, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I'll go. Done. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, I've heard mixed things, but like, I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. Does Jerry O'Connell get his dick ripped off? Well, what's fun, you know who... So that was a big return, Piranha 3. That was... do you know? And you know who did number two, don't you? In 1970... Um, 1982 Spielberg No James Cameron James Cameron I mean But he didn't really The other one He he worked on it for two weeks Oh and really then, Yeah so he There was already a director in place He was working behind the scenes As like a drawer Like a art department The guy was fired or left And then like the producer's like Hey why don't you step up And be director and He's <laughs> He never Like he's basically like I didn't make that movie Yeah right weird. And their next movie was um Terminator Oh interesting Yeah Um it's Jer- the only film that breaks his ATE uh, rule. Remember, I, I pointed out all of his films start with A or T. Some of my like favorite deaths in in cinema in that, Rich in, in, in that Piranha movie is Rich Piano. Sin- is it, is it, is it, he didn't die on camera. No, but I mean, Rich, but, but oh, that's just what you were saying, deaths. Yeah, deaths. Yeah, deaths in general. Yeah, shout sure. out to Rich Piano. Got to be one of my saddest deaths. Yeah, he died because his heart was twice the size of a regular man's. And I'm trying to think of on. There's some really good on-screen deaths, aren't there? Like, I mean, like, like in, you know, in, gr- in, in pop culture. You mean like in movies? Film, television. And yeah, There's some really like well-earned deaths. I mean, like just like gory, stupid shit. But, uh, they can be one and the same. At one point, there's a chicken piranha and like, because the piranhas attack everyone in this like, in like Cancun, essentially. Of course. It's like spring break. And um, it's, all te- it's all teenagers. Have you seen it? Yeah, I've seen the like the the third one, the one that was like it was like the, the, the early tweens. Yeah, it, it rules. Like, yeah, yeah, it was like a big like. Jerry Connell gets his big dick bit off. He gets his goddamn donk bit off. And then and then it cuts back to a piranha swimming beneath the boat, and he and it coughs up this like chewed up dick, and it was a three D movie. So hence the three D, and uh, you get that three D. So yeah, you have this like chewed up Jerry O'Connell dick just floating in front of you for a while. I uh, saw Jerry O'Connell not in person, but uh, in Scream Two the other night. I'm rewatching in, all in the sliders. Screen. Yeah, seasons one. Through. Rewatching the, uh, oh, the okay. Quickly, all right, quick. Movies. Let's play a game. Angus, how many seasons of Sliders do you think they made? Six. I'm gonna say four s- or six. I'm gonna say five. Sliders. Well, we've got some bases covered that way. Okay, it's bringing up shoes. It's bringing up. Um, like the hamburgers. Oh yeah, we're not getting much in the way of slide. I should have looked up TV sliders TV series. But of those two things, what do you prefer? Slides that you put on your feet or slides that you put in your mouth? Pardon? <laughs> Don't worry, it's fine. The sliders that I want in my mouth. Uh, oh, dude, five seasons. Damn, ding, ding, ding. It's the slider I'm the himself. Slider king over here. Uh, Jonathan Reese Davies was also in it. I, I loved Myers, him. I loved him. In, I, I loved him as Kang. Is that his name? No, isn't what's what's the Kang actor's name? Oh, um, Corey Stoll. What? Oh no, the Jonathan K- Majors. Jonathan Majors. Jonathan I get Kang and Modok mixed up. There's like K's in there. We were one of the biggest things watching Mando was like, how does this look a million times better than Quantum Mania? Mando looks so good. Yeah, yeah, because they know how to use it. 
Well, it just, I don't know, like, yeah. They yeah. know how to use tech. They probably just have, like, the one special effects team as well, like the one CGI team. Yeah. Or, like, less of It's them. like it's Lucasfilm, like, ILM, it's all in there. I've like, heard of them. They're they, great. They invented the, you know, the space. tech. Yep. They made space. Anyway, enough about this They shit. made getting really small. Kirby Return to Dreamland. Yeah. Uh, it's Kirby looks like Modoc. Deluxe is what it's called. Kirby Return to Dreamland Deluxe. Like a big head, just little limbs. Like Kirby and Modoc have quite a bit well, of Yeah, color. and you do get, have you got the mech power up yet? Yeah. Yeah, so that's Modoc-y. Yeah. Um, so they've re- re-released this uh, this Wii game and Switch does not have a great track record of re-releasing Wii games. Skyward oh, really? Sword. Pikmin. Oh, that was a Wii U game. Mm. Um, but, but you know, Skyward Sword was not every, not to everybody's well, taste. Well, it's such a hard concept. It's like the DS, like the, the fundamental parts of the DS or 3DS. And the Wii was back when, you know, that was peak Nintendo gimmickry where it was like... Motion controls. And, yeah, they, they, yeah. They, did, they did not think of emulation, which no, you should when you're creating something. But like, that's why... What game was just recently ported? Uh, the DS like RPG series is coming to Switch. That was like part of the last Nintendo Direct. I can't remember. We are but it's like, you just can't port them. You basically have to, to remake, remake them, them because yeah, totally. of the like functionality of the lower screen is gone. And well, Skyward Sword famously was like, shit to control when it was released on Wii. Yep. And then, uh, you know, either you make the game from the ground up and like remove the stupid block like that. But no, uh, with the Switch, they didn't. Um, and, you know, it's just kind of this bastardized version of a game that would like... That, 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 like neither control scheme on the Switch feels no. right. And yeah. it's like, it will always just mar that game. That game is always going to be marred by controls. Yeah, absolutely. And then there was the... Um, uh, Mario Galaxy port that was part of the Super sure, Mario 3D All Stars. Uh, like yeah, like, you can play it with a regular Pro controller now instead of having to like, like mm. waggle. Um, and for the most part, it's good. There's just a few things where it's like you, you couldn't have made this like aspect of the game a bit cleaner. Sure, like you, there still is a lot is of. Is it because you're shooting controls. stars and stuff? Yeah, that that stuff and like and I just uh, there's a few. Just like control issues. With That's why it was overall. so amazing. Like not only getting Breath of the Wild, I remember when it came out on Switch and we're like, oh my God, first of all, new Zelda, new formula, but also there's no gimmick. Yes. Yeah. The gimmick is like, it doesn't have a gimmick. <laughs> like before then you had like- Oh, there twi- are some motion controls in- uh, But optional. Yeah. No, no, no. Some of the- um, Oh, that shrine with the, the fucking ball. Yeah. I hated but I mean like mainline controls. Yeah, yeah, totally. Where the last few Zeldas were like, even like fan hourglass. What I'm getting at is there's not a single Nintendo game that's truly gimmick free. No. Maybe Metroid Prime. Maybe Mario Brothers. The first one. Yeah. yeah. Not even Super, because the gimmicks <laughs> you get power ups. Um, but uh, so, yeah, they, they remade this Kirby game um, and uh, they have done fucking heaps to this game. They put it's, Rich Priano in it. He's now one of the four playable. Yeah, yeah. You, you can you can take on his ability. Yeah. Kirby dying. Kirby's heart doubles in size and then yeah. he keels over. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he get to eat a lot of great like ice cream on the Grinch, way. like an inverse isn't he? Because he has a double the big heart. <laughs> that's right. He's got Farlap's heart. <laughs> That's fucked up that, like, they, they kept a horse's heart in a museum. Sure. I mean... Is that what it is? I don't know. I, I think it's on display somewhere, yeah. You can go look at this horse's... Like, this, that's like, fucking fine. hundred year old. because he was so big. Well, I mean, no. I mean, like, it's fucked up that, like, we, people believe that the heart's in there. Like, doesn't it decay? What have they done to uh, preserve I'm sure it? it's... Pres- I'm sure that's, like, the first thing what people they do? run a museum would do. What do they preserve it in? They put it in, like, a water or something. You know, you go to science oh, water, class. Of course. Like, they have that, like, chemical shit. <laughs> right, all right. Yeah, pre- like this is my moon, like fake moon landing thing. Yeah, I, I like, don't believe that Farlap's heart is uh, on display. Well, I mean, I've never seen it. So, you, you know, Farlap heart. Here we go. Heart now we're going to see it. Melbourne Museum, apparently. Is there a photo? Yeah, look, they put it in like chlorophyll. Uh, 
Okay. From Aldehyde. I know I you're know. against a live episode, but would you be up for doing a live Hayfem episode at the museum where Farlap's heart is? I'm willing to do one in the museum and then we upload it later. It's so funny that like like Australian sporting heroes, like there's like three that you can think of from like that, that weren't in the last two decades. We need or Shane Warns Heart next to Farlap's in that museum. Yeah, exactly. That would yeah. be nice. Yeah, it's just there on display. But like, it's so funny. Like one of the greatest like athletes is a horse. Is a horse. Was it because like he made people like not depressed during the depression because he distracted them by gambling? Yeah, I don't know. We made them more more poor. Yeah, he was responsible for the for the Great Depression. Um, I'm getting a rug in here tomorrow. A horse rug? No, just a rug. What kind of rug? I, I, you'll see next week like, when you come good back. Good sizzle reel. Yeah, yeah. Just because i got to hide those stains because i got an inspection. <laughs> oh, fuck. Because Ankus used his floor as an ironing board and now there's just these huge iron marks on his floor. Yeah, I didn't realize. Fucking idiot. No, I, I had like layers between it. I had I had a quilt. I had you have a literal glass coffee table you could have used. It wasn't in the pit room. It was out of the time. Everything okay. was flat on the ground. All right. It's for a photo shoot. Yeah, I get it. I'm sure it was worth it. Yeah, it was. But I still don't know how to fix that. I also don't want to engage with my real estate agent. So I'd rather spend uh, like a couple hundred dollars on a nice rug that I'm happy with. Yep. Yeah. So, so they remake this Kirby game, right? It looks better now. Um, you can... Okay, here's one thing. So I played... I play I play Kirby games with my kids. It's they are the ultimate games to play with kids because it's very hard to lose. They've made it even easier with this one to not lose. Um, that you can put on Magalore mode or whatever, and if you ever fall down a pit, he just pop he just pulls you back out again, and then like gives you a power up. It's like oh thanks Magalore. Um, so I've been playing with that with the kids. Um, what was annoying about Kirby in the Forgotten Land was that if one the first single player is Kirby. Kirby has like, you know, 18 different abilities that he can use. And then the second player is just Waddle Dee. And Waddle Dee has a spear and a bandana. Yeah. Um, fun to play as, but nowhere near as fun as Kirby. No one wants to play as anyone but Kirby. The gimmick of this game when it was on Wii was that you can be Kirby. First player is always Kirby. And then you can have up to four players. Um, and they take the roles of Meta Knight, King DDD, and Waddle Dee. Um, but in this, now they've changed it so... You can be also like player two, three, and four can be a different colored Kirby as well. It's Yoshi's Island all over and again. And take and just take, you know, they, you, everyone can have the fun that comes with sucking up those abilities. Dude, it sucks not being Kirby. Yeah, exactly. Like, I want to eat that shit. I want to suck off that robot dude. I want to suck off the fire dude. And then I want to press down. Yep. And, you know, become them. Exactly. This it's is what the, I want. It's the dream of every, um, every adolescent. Person. Yeah. Uh, but so yeah, they've remade the single player campaign. There's a bunch of new new abilities in there. There's like a mech ability, sand ability, um, and so that's really fun playing through that again. And then once you, once I do, which I've been sworn not to do without the kids, so we're up to like the last world now. Um, but I, I, if if I didn't have to abide by their stupid rule, I would have Fucking like 100 percented this game uh, because there's a Magalore mode where you play as Magalore, who's like a guy that you have to help in in, in yeah, you in help this. him build a ship. That's right. Um, but then they've also um, added this mode called Merry Magoland, where Magalore, this character who's like, how would you describe? He looks like he looks more out of Final Fantasy than he does Kirby series. Yeah, he like, looks like, like uh, if Kirby was featured in the Kingdom Hearts game. Yeah, for sure. He would be definitely uh, some kind of character that is, you know, chatting with you and Sora. So ever since Kirby's Adventure on the, on the NES, he'd be cooking. He's been cooking, but also there have been mini games featured as part of Kirby games, and in this game, it, they're presented to you. There are like 10 of them and they're presented to you as like a circus and you can play all the mini games as multiplayer games. It's like a theme park. Theme it? park. Sorry, that's what I meant. Theme park. Um, Damn, and 
so it's a lot of things to say. I don't know if I've ever done a podcast before. Yeah, that's about like, 600 of them. Yeah. Damn, it is getting... We're pretty close to that number, isn't it? Aren't I think we? so. We're like 580-something, maybe. Yeah. Um, it's serious business. It's, yeah, serious, uh, serious business. But we... Um, we Not Siri. Not Siri, exactly. Not Siri. Yeah, but anyway, normally, like, minigame collections suck ass. Like, they're always, like, you put, like three minutes into them you see what each one of them is and you're like cool, Once I, you switch, I, I never need to play that again exactly it's yeah. mario party like mario, mario party for the most part those mini games suck and, and they're and, usually the smallest part of the game yeah and mario party again is like you know you, you want you do a board it takes fucking an hour, an hour minimum and like there's so much like just boring back and forth this has a mode where you just play like four of the mini games one after the other you compete with each other magalore chooses the different games for you I'm putting it out. This is my hot take. Is that if this is better than any Mario Party game I've ever played? Yeah, I think I think you're right. Um, and it, what's really cool is that there are missions linked to each of the mini games, and uh, like it'll be like you know, defeat this mini game on all difficulties, um, and then there'll be other ones where it's like play this game while wearing one of these ma- the mask of this particular character because there are masks that you win from playing all the mini games. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm hooked. I, I I didn't think I would engage with the mini mini game of part of it at all. You haven't played much of it. Yeah, I played a lot of the mini games. I played more of the mini games on the weekend. It's great multiplayer. Yesterday, then I played um single player. I mean, uh, campaign mode, story mode. So yeah, it's a lot of fun. The can- I mean, the first the first world or two, they're pretty basic. That yeah, it just like teaches you how to do shit. It's also worth noting these like you forget in a Mario world and a Sonic world. Just how long Kirby levels can be. Yeah, sure. And you'll be like, fuck, this has been 12 minutes in and there's just so many door. It's it's really funny. Um, and you've got to like find like little cogs of Magalore's ship. It's your classic platformer. Yeah. Platformers are fun. They are fun. They're my favorite. Yeah. Um, and Kirby Games also my favorite. This is a good one. It's and a good one. It's a much better version of the version that I played on Wii last year. Sure. So you played that one. That's yeah, right. yeah. And I had a great time with it, but this is like easily the superior version. And um, I mean, Nintendo just... Hey, you know, this. you've got this thing where you can either just release old games, which is what some people like. There is a crowd that's like, release everything that you've released before. But then there's like, if you're going to do it like this, you know what's. Well, I mean, people always say, like, yeah, because technically Kirby is a Nintendo character, but Nintendo don't make the Kirby games. How do? How Laboratory does. And I never hear people talk about them and like their. Mm. The reason why this is so good is because How Laboratory fucking love their character Kirby mm. and make so much money off merchandising Kirby. That they always put shitloads of effort into all this extra content so in all should. the games. Like it's like, like the reason it rules being a Kirby fan is because shit like this is like yeah, this incredibly well. Like there hasn't been a Mario project no. of besides like Odyssey, like which is a mainline game. This isn't even a mainline game, and it, it gets given the same yeah. amount of of, of of love as like Forgotten Land did. Totally, yeah. It's <coughs> yeah. We've got to be. They're going to be co- like. What are they cooking? I reckon they're going to announce another game this year. I well, we, there's I, a Mario Direct soon, right? But it's about the movie. Just the movie. No, I mean like, I mean, how Laboratory going to announce another Kirby game? Oh, you reckon? Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to... I reckon I'll finish the main campaign like by the end of the week and then I th- hopefully the kids will just let me do the Magalore thing by myself. Um, oh, haven't you got a Switch now? Yeah, I guess I could start a new save file, but we're pretty far into this one. Just, yeah, just rock out. I, I have got. So tell me, tell me about the other switch, the secret switch, the OLED switch. Um, I it's still in a box. I haven't opened it yet. Really, you scared to? No, I've just been. I've been only playing this game with the kids on the TV anyway. So are you trying to think of um, 
like an excuse to be like, damn, my new switch. No, no, no. But the excuse is, hey, I've, 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 it's, I'm making a lot of money at the moment. So hey, I, I, I'm, on on, I'm on rich piano. Yeah. <laughs> I'm on rich piano dollars right now. So yeah. this is now a multiple switch. I'm, I'm, I'm DJing my ass off at the moment. So I'm spending some money on it. I'm opening for the Backstreet Boys this Saturday night. That's massive. Where at? Uh, at the Kudos Bank Arena. Fuck, that's wild. Yeah. <laughs> That's sick. <laughs> so weird, right? Why the fuck are they playing that it? big venue? Yeah, of course I am. Oh, dude, that rules. I would have played after them too. Oh man, that in like rules. the foyer. That's sick. Yeah. Damn, that's awesome. My weekend is insane. I'm going to go see Pavement tomorrow night. Oh yeah, yeah. The Emoe Theater. I forgot. I that saw them at I the Emoe years ago. Yeah. I went with John Valenzuela. Um, You're going with him? Yeah, we bought. We realized that people were still giving us money on those, all the small games Patreon. Oh, so we bought ourselves tickets to Pavement with it. The th- I'm sure there's some crossover. Thanks, guys. Um, um, that's then, mad. Yeah. Factory Boy sounds wild. Friday, I've got a restaurant gig just playing at the bar for a few hours. It's Friday night and I'm sucking dick. That's me. That's my favorite song. And then Saturday, yeah, Backstreet Boys. And then Sunday, I'm doing a wedding on a boat that starts at Taronga Zoo. And, I, and I've been booked and they only want me to play Japanese music. Wow. <laughs> and then later that night, I'm playing a Pride event, like the Pride closing event. And I was like, hey, what time, what time do you want me to play? Is it the Metro? And they're like, three to five. And I was like, like PM? Like, no, no, AM. So Monday morning. I can't do that. I'll die. I so you're to, not doing that? I, well, I, I said I need to play a different time. And they haven't, sure. gone, haven't gone back to me since that. Um, um, you're taking the kids to Backstreet Boys? I'm taking them to the 3 a.m. or 5 a.m. Pride event. Well, yeah. Just to show them that you can live in the western suburbs and uh, have an influencer in the family. Exactly. And be, uh, yeah, yeah. And they'll be like, um, Dad, let us sleep. You would take the we kids know. to Backstreet Boys, right? Uh, I don't know if I can. Yeah, right. I'll, I'll, Do they I'll get their it. like dicks out or something? <laughs> that, yeah, that's, that's that the, part of the that's reunion. The new Backstreet Boys. Yeah. Everybody, <laughs> my dick's out. All right. How sold out do you think a Backstreet Boys show? No in, idea. In I'm tw- wondering. Twenty twenty three. What are the tickets be? between? Irony slash nostalgia slash. How much bigger than five were Backstreet Boys? A lot, I think. A lot. Hey, well, I mean, the two big ones, sure. it was NSYNC and Backstreet Boys were like the... The two American They were bands. the two like, yeah, yeah. ones that would consider each other competition. However, NSYNC famously had, I guess, like, um, you know, better spin-off. In Justin Timberlake. In the, in yeah, the yeah. Justin Timberlake troll movie. Nick, Nick Carter's... Uh, spin off slides career. No, 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 Aaron Carter died. Yeah, that's what I mean, to the Carters. Of course, yeah. R.I.P. Piano and uh, <laughs> Nick, and Aaron. Aaron, and Sean Carter. Yeah, yeah, Sean. <laughs> uh, Black album with <laughs> the NSYNC uh, Back Boys. The yeah, that'd be hilarious. Do you I, DJ while they play like you do for five? No, no, no. They, they have a full. Like cause... you know, you can answer the question this way. How much bigger are the Backstreet Boys and Five? Yeah, yeah. So I'm, not, own... I'm not their DJ. You're not DJing <laughs> yeah. for them. But second of all, they have all of their members still. I think. Yeah, I mean that's yeah. Well, that's... Oh fuck! You know what else? This is in 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 insane uh, '90s uh, revival news. Funk music. Um, I've had to DJ no. for the group S Club. They were seven. Then five. When I've DJed for, uh, I DJed for them when they were meant to be S Club three, but then one of them got sick. S- so they did the entire tour as S Club two. S Club two. Then they came back a couple years later as S Club three, but they've now all seven of them have reformed for a massive. What do you think brought them back? The COVID. Probably money. Maybe Charles becoming I think, king. Maybe, I think yeah. because like the the ones that do keep the the dream alive actually do make a pretty decent income on like sure. just ma- mainly keeping it to the UK. I don't know. Maybe and and they, they thought it's like a pound. Yeah, it's insane to think that like S Club Seven weren't just a pop group though. They were like a media empire. They yeah, it's like the monkeys. They had, had that TV crazy show. show. I watched. Have you ever watched clips of that show? I used to watch it. It was on it's ABC. Fucking after nuts. School. It was insane. It's so weird. They yeah. all they all like hate each other on it and like 
Yeah. Some of them are the, like they play bad guys sometimes. It's wild. And like, yeah. Truly, truly unhinged shit. Yeah. I think inspired by like Spice World as opposed to inspired by Spice Girls. It's like, oh, let's get to that level straight away. Yeah. I guess monkeys too, but yeah. Spice World. Good movie. Funny stuff. Richard E. Grant. Yeah, he's, he's great. The, he's manager. manager. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's all I remember. <laughs> so I think I, Roger Moore is in it. There's a Spice World PS1 game. Yeah. Yeah, you have to... It's kind of like a dance dance... DDR. Oh, of course it is. You're yeah. like using the, the buttons to dance in time. The characters yeah. look insane in it. There's a um man. Do you remember the South Park game for Nintendo sixty four? Just yeah, like, they use the shitty GoldenEye ripoff. No, they use the Turok engine. Oh god! And they they, you could use the GoldenEye controls, and they called it um Brown Eye. <laughs> I remember in the control settings. I remember, I remember lay buying that game. It was like one hundred twenty dollars. Well, that's the thing. Everyone's complaining about like, oh my god, I can't believe like PS five and Switch games are going up to like I think it's like seventy bucks US now. Sure, it's like and, dude, the Nintendo sixty four and PS one games used to be like one hundred ten, one hundred twenty dollars. <laughs> so heavy. For the fucking South Park game. South Park game was crazy. It played like shit. And remember, I remember it used the expansion pack. Right, and it just like made to. the graphics look crazy. And your weapon, if you didn't have a weapon, like, you know, when you were like, no guns, no anything. It was poo, right? Uh, snowball. And then snowball. if you hit down, oh, you could pee on a snowball. On yeah. Just crazy shit. Yeah, I think you got the Mr. Hanky hand grenade and that was like a thing to like destroy everyone in the area. Was that pre or post Conker's Bad Fur Day? Did that did Conker walk so South Park would run? No, I think it was the other way around. Because remember Conker started off as like a real lovey-dovey uh, run-of-the-mill yeah. platformer and, and then, then they realized that they're, they're beansmen. And yeah, like, the beansmen. Let's make it really beany. I'm going to throw my shit at you. Uh, there's like a, you fight a poo monster. That's right. Lots of poo games on the Nintendo 64. Two of I them. I love to shit. Do you? Yeah, I mean, well, in games. I've never shit in real life. <laughs> <laughs> um, hey, speaking of shit in real life, let's hear some words from our sponsors. Take it away. And now, a word from our really, really great sponsors. Trust me, I know a lot about good deals, folks, and this is a great deal. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your Cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Beautiful. And we're back. Um, so, yeah, Kirby... Could be a great time. I've been playing the um the hundred hundred samurai mode where you have to you it's like the battle royale except you go you've got to like do like a or it's just a, it's like a quick time event where you have to like draw your sword before yes. I fucking I'm the number one. Oh, is that what they're saying? Yeah, well, no, like, as in you have to be like you have to beat a hundred other Kirby's. Oh, yeah, and sure, I did. sure, sure. That's we cool. had to ninety nine other Kirby's, and I did. Yeah, yeah. I have never had to been never been told I was the best of all oh, the Kirby's that's... in a Kirby game before. It feels good. I would have told you that. Yeah. I'm sure your TikTok followers tell you that. I got some great weird comments this week. Yeah. I screenshot one of them. People are like very interested in like my like 
<laughs> sexual preferences on that's TikTok. awesome yeah. So because you're from the western suburbs um are they, yeah, are they just maybe. doing a just doing a census for all well, how, how, this is a good one um so in, in a um in a video i put up last week i um just like to celebrate Kirby Day exclusively made, made a video exclusively using every Kirby product I owned. It's fantastic. And at one point I put on Kirby lipstick. And oh yeah, that was nice. I got a comment which is, why do Kirby lipstick or like woman? I know. I mean, I ask myself that like literally every day. All right. You've endured enough Kirby talk. You want to get into the Mando, me? The Mando zone? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Take it away, maestro. No, I mean, like, we talk about it together. You came over. Let's talk about it. That's true. I like Let's yeah. talk about our build-up. So this has been like this is the longest. It's been two years since. Wait, the Mandalorian finished in 2020. It's been ca- not calendar. Like if you're looking at calendar, it's been three years. Mandalorian season two finished 2020. No, it started in 2020. No, it started in 2019. No, because we had, the Disney Plus wasn't on. Was it? Oh, was it? Is it a pre-COVID show? Disney Plus started in 2019. You're right. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Then season two ended at the end of 2020. Well, maybe the beginning of 20. No, maybe. Yeah. 21. Um, not that's not that important. Doesn't matter. Yeah. But it's been essentially like over, th- like basically two and a bit years since the and last Mandalorian. Boba was last year. Boba was the start of last end of 2021. Okay, so in in it the was place of Christmas 2021, yeah, right. okay, and sure. then early January, like January of 20 last year. Okay, it's been it's been a hell of a ride. I'll tell you that much. But it's been a long time since we've had the Mandalorian show. Sure. And since then, we've had like, you know, more Star Wars shows than ever. We've had Obi Wan, we've had Andor, we've had Boba Fett. Like it was kind of crazy, and it was kind of like, oh yeah, the Mandalorian. Like yeah. I almost for- not forgot about it, but it was kind of pushed aside. Yeah, and, and I feel like and with Andor, well, I mean, like, yeah, so the end of season um, two of Mandalorian went a bit too far into, like, giving the fans what they want. I, it, it kind of skirted the line the whole way through, but I think in, in a lot of great rewarding ways. And then I, I didn't love that that last episode of season two. I know you were you were a bit more fond of it than me. Oh, look, I, I, I it's still such a, like, watching it again, like, I've rewatched all of it last week on Boba Fett and... You know, it's such an insane scene. You see the X-Wing fly in and you're just like, yeah, it's my glop shit. Well, it's not even glop shit. It's, it's no, like it's so, yeah. fucking the, the main character yeah, of Star exactly. Wars. And it's Star it, Wars it, it's himself. insane. And, you know, as I've said, it canonically has to be him because there's no other Jedi. Yep. Um, great scene. But I'm very glad. And we'll get into it later. But I'm, I'm really glad the, like, separation of them is just... I'm glad they're back together. It's just like, and we're Mandalorian again. Yeah, yeah. Like... I'm kind of like, I. It, it was quite baffling at the time that it was happening in Book of Boba Fett. But like I've said, I think as all these shows, once they're done, we'll see it as just like one big series. Where yeah, I think they fucked up by calling that Boba Fett. It should have been yeah, I think, called like Tales of the Mandalorian well, or something like that. It should like be called or... like the Mandalorian colon, the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? They, they probably regret something like that. Or they should have just put in the marketing. Yeah, yeah. Just like, hey, these guys are in it or you need to. No, I, I liked that they, they, like, we were surprised surprise, by them in there. Yeah. But... But Same it, as I liked, you know, even though I wasn't super crazy about it from a narrative point of view, it's, it's you know, the, the technology is impressive having Luke in it. And also the fact that no one knew that was going to happen incredible. in this, you know, Did the TV Luke, level show. The Luke and Grogu Boba Fett episode is still like a technical marvel, like where it's like half an hour of them just hanging out. Yeah. And just like, holy shit, this is even such a vast improvement. With Ahsoka over, as well. Pardon? With Ahsoka, yeah. it's, it's, it's insane. But it's kind of like Dave Filoni and Favreau have their own little Star Wars universe that's canon 
within the light, larger Star Wars universe. You know what I mean? And mm. we've got Mando, we've got Boba, we've got Ahsoka, I think, things that happened in the episodes we watched tonight. The first episode has will tie into Ahsoka, which I'll talk about like as we go on and spoilers. But it's been a long time and... You know, a lot of people but, but yeah, in, in, in a post andor world, everyone's That's like, what I mean. Like, so I was not... The, a mix of being, like, lukewarm on... Luke Skywalker? on Yeah, Luke Skywalker warm on uh, on the finale of season two, on a lot of Boba Fett, and, like, also on, like, I didn't really like um the Ken- Obi-Wan. Kenobi show. Obi-Wan? Was it called Obi-Wan? Obi-Wan Kenobi. Obi-Wan Kenobi. It's a very straight-up name. Yep. Like uh, how Iron Man's called Iron Man, <laughs> they kind of they kind of did that with Obi Wan. Kind of, um, but I was like after Andor, I was like, oh, that's what I want. Mm. I want that. Well, it was the thing that no one expected. No one knew they wanted it, and then they're like, oh shit, they're doing this. Um, no one knew that Star Wars could do what Andor did because it was kind of like, like I've said so many times, it, Star Wars is so many things. It's like samurai. It's like cowboy. It's space. It's so many things. But like, well, it's also very importantly weird war. alien motherfuckers. And yeah, not many of those were in Andor, which is one slide against it. Not a sl- It's just like you know what I. It, it's doing this part of Star Wars, and you know, Visions does this part of Star Wars. Like, I like we're at a point now. It's like the EU with the books. Like, it's not not the European <laughs> Union, but the expanded <laughs> universe. Like the old books, like the different, DC, different, world. um, you know, different different authors would bring different things, and they were all still Star Wars. Yeah. Like Star Wars itself, like from day dot, it's like Flash Gordon, samurai films, cowboy films, uh, World War Two films. Like it's in its DNA yeah. that it's like all of these things. But Andor in particular is like the it's 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 like a gritty war side that we've never yeah, seen sure. before. Yeah. But yeah, I you know we miss those fucking prosthetics. We miss the the alien dudes walking and around and God the crazy damn, designs. Did this first episode deliver? Yeah, they were like, we know you loved uh, Andor, but forget about these guys. That fucking pirate. He was. So let's, cool. let's just get straight into the episode. So we watched the first episode of uh, of Mandalorian season three. We actually watched the second episode too, yeah. but we won't talk about that this week. No, we can't talk about that. Um, but uh, first episode immediately, Carl Weathers is back, baby. He's he's back with the. He was only in like one or two episodes of season two, right? Yeah, he was in. Yeah, he's in the one where they go back and he's like, "I need you to help me like get rid of this imperial remnants," and that's where they find all the cloning vats. Good episode, great episode. That's the Bill Burr episode, right? No, that's the episode. That's another great one. So that's the second to last one when, um, the episode before is the first Robert Rodriguez. Well, the only Robert Rodriguez directed Mando. When he's Comes like, back, yeah. Grogu does the, he's on the stone. He calls of out course. to a Jedi. Boba shows up. Mando's like, are you a Jedi? And he's like, no, I'm Boba Fett. Then um, Grogu gets kidnapped. And then so he goes and asks Cara Dune, who is no longer in the show. Um, I Now that you work for the New Republic, I need to get someone. Yep. And he's a sharpshooter and I need him. So that's where they free Bilba to like join the mission with them, but then they let him go at the end. They like, oh, oh, it's a shame he died and they let him go. So I really hope he pops up again. Yeah, he was so beloved from Dude, that, that, yeah. that amazing scene when they're like the, the Imperial like officer at invites the them over. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like bragging about missions Probably, where he's like, like inglorious bastard. It was it. Yeah. Of, like, and then he yeah. just like loses it and it just like kills him. And they, Oh, it's brilliant. Yeah. Such a good episode. Uh, what were we talking? Oh yeah, but no, he's barely in it. He's in like two episodes. But it was so good to see him just fucking holding court in this episode. And it was a- so good to see Navarro, the planet that you know, the first the planet season one is the set guitarist on a- from Red Hot Chili Peppers and Jane's Addiction, yeah, and married to Carmen Electra. Uh, Damn, 
the first season is set so there and it's so like dirty and gross and like just like black dirt. Yeah, now it looks it's had a glow up. Yeah, it's looking it's looking a little Nabooish, you know, not quite not quite grand, grandiose as Naboo, but it's looking really nice. But yeah, I wonder what people I mean, I'm sure we'll find out in the next few hours if what, what people would think if they hadn't seen the Book of Boba Fett. Sure. But they just not care, they're like, oh, they're back together. Yeah, yeah. I mean I feel like everyone I don't know. I, I, I'd be curious to see. Yeah, it's true. Um, but yeah, I, I love Carl Weathers. Is just like I, when he was, you know, in that in that initial cast. That's what felt so fun about that first season of Mandalorian. Is that the Remember cast? He was kind of neither friend nor foe in the first season because yeah. Mando like shot him, and he was wearing the Beskar, and he was kind of like left. He kind of like Mando like kind of pissed him off by leaving and. But I just love, like, his delivery is so over-the-top and kind of, like, goofy. It, and, you know, you mentioned Flash Gordon being a massive influence on Star Wars, and I feel like he he feels like a character out of that as opposed Even more to so now Wars. with like, his, like, huge cape and, yeah. the, high, and, the, and the, the little droids. the two droids, yeah, holding his cape so behind just him. Just those little moments, like, that's 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 the shit that I love about Star Wars. Yeah, just, definitely. It, 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 like, veers into... It, it's, it's the Absurd. best parts of the prequels. Yeah, yeah, Where sure. they're just like, yeah, of course you'd have droids that do that and just... George Lucas was just like yes to everything, but I forgot before we got um, back to Navarro, we had a opening scene where a bunch of, a young Mandalorian is getting, uh, I guess, baptized. Yeah, uh, from the, the from the like uh, the children of the Watch, the the like you know the offshoot, the cult that Din was raised in. Yep, and that aren't like the regular everyday Mandalorian folk. They're like devout. And just a, just before he's about to go and have a dip and have get get a soaked. Yeah, that's good. A super soaked. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a big fucking monster that I'm sure you know the name of. No, they're, they're okay, like right. they always show new ones. That's the thing with Star Wars. Like for big beasts, they always do like a custom job. Yeah, it was kind um, of looking like a turtle dinosaur thing with six nostrils. Yeah, he was. He was like those fucking uh, Mandalorian bullets were doing nothing. How good Mandalorians are sick. Jetpacking, they just look great. They're like, they're, 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 you know, purposely the like opposite of stormtroopers who are like identical, sleek. I just love that everyone has like crazy custom colors, different helmets. Some have capes, some don't. You're just like, damn, you guys look sick. But like a stormtrooper gets tapped on the head and they fucking dead yeah. forever. A, a Mandalorian can get like thrown 400 meters Beskar, and then just like get back up again. Yeah. And you they, know, you know, the in canon explanation why they have all that shit, it's because they were like. And I'm sure they'll get on this as the show goes on. They are like feuded with the Jedi forever. So they basically had to like invent clothing that was like Jedi immune. Right. So that's why they can like fly with the jetpacks, all this shit. Like they basically like have like, they're like cheating Jedi. Yeah. Cause instead of using. And who had the Darksaber was the guy who, uh, uh, the, the first Jedi Mandalorian. And then the Jedi took the Darksaber after he died, kept it in the council and the Mandalorians like broke in and took it and they, oh. they were at war. Yeah. They go into it in Rebels. Um, pre, what, Paz Vizsla? I'm trying to think. I think Paz Vizsla was his name. Okay. Yeah. Which I'm sure we'll see. And I'm sure the well, show... All will... I asked for was the name of the monster, which you couldn't give me. I don't know. I'm uh, sure the show is going to end with um, Grogu being the second force user for World of the Darksaber, who's a uh, Mandalorian. That's fun. That's kind of where I'm thinking it's going. Um... But yeah, so we got a we got a great opening scene where um where Mando fucking what's his actual name again? Din Din, Din Jaren Din Jaren uh fucking flies in, blasts this big turtle that monster, Naboo starfighter, um and uh got a good amount of a surprising amount of viscera. There's some nice like uh what do they call it the trio uh 
entrails entrails get some nice like spinny gooey don't, don't get that often in star wars that no was you fun. don't yeah maybe if it's a beast it's okay to show blood but not if it's a human yeah um and then uh the, even though she he saves the lives of everyone there the gold creed be creeden you know that's the, what's, the armorer what's her name again the armorer the armorer i hate her you don't like her She's a dick. Like I mean, they're, they're kind of been inducted to, you know, be like psycho religious people. No, I agree. It's like, dude, this guy I don't, saved I mean, like, you. Yeah. I mean, you you put that in like real world, like what that person is just a shitty religious nut job. Yeah. I mean, she so is, is Dan. So, so is Dan. I guess, but yeah. Um, but yeah. Uh, so she's like, "Fuck you! You're not a Mandalorian." And, and then he's like, "Hey, there's." The Mando of Waters could be the Mando, the yeah. Wet, wet and wild. She told him in uh, Book of Boba Fett, you yeah. better go like be reborn or whatever. In the, um... Slide down that water slide. Yeah. Um, and so I guess like, yeah, the mission for this first arc is him wanting to find the... the... Well, he's like hellbent on being... Uh, she's like, you're no longer Mandalorian. You removed your helmet, which he famously did twice in season two. Yep. Once to say goodbye to Grogu and the other time when he was like posing as the Imperial officer because I needed to scan a face. That's right. And he's like, he, he was honest about it. He's like, yeah, I took it off. And then she's like, well, you're no longer a Mandalorian according to the Creed. You know, now you have to go re- be reborn in the, uh, in, 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 the, in, the, in the pools of something under the minds of uh, Mandalore. And Mandalore, uh, is, was, as we found out, was like destroyed by the Empire. Um Something that I guess you don't know because you haven't seen Rebels and Clone Wars. And never will. A lot of the Mandalore's like surface too disgusting. To look is at. like um just destroyed. They all live in like massive dome cities because they're like a warrior people and have been fighting forever. So that's why like it was all these like giant domes. Yeah. But yeah, uh, he he wants to go swimming. He wants to get wet, but not before he gets a droid. They can help him. Uh, he wants to, to have a droid to help him uh, get down there and check the surface because the rumor is Mandalore is fucked. And so, yeah, one oh shit no moment of the episode uh, was uh, Din trying to resurrect IG-11, who is uh, a, a great character, but unfortunately voiced by Taika Waititi, who did a good job in the season one of Mandalorian, for sure. Oh, he was great. He was but, such a great character. Uh, since that season... Uh, <laughs> Many things. The, the world happened. is a lot less happy with Taika Waititi, and yeah. ourselves included. And so, I, I as as he was trying to restore IG Eleven, I was like, oh, hopefully they work in. But like, oh, but his voice box is Even broken, better. and he's or, just and it's goes a, Terminator mode. He's Italian now. Yeah, he's Chris Pratt. <laughs> Joe Pesci's here. To, Chris to Pratt be. is doing his yeah, Italian. Perfect. Yeah. Let's go shoot Jawas. <laughs> yeah, he he would say it like a slur, but no, it uh, he becomes. Back to his old mode, the kill mode. Yep. And uh, shittest joke in the episode, um, Carl Weathers' droid drops a head on IG-11's head and now then Din says, now that's using your head. Damn. He, he must have learned some jokes. They were, like, they were like, Jeff Loveness, writer of Quantumania, you can come and write one line <laughs> in this episode of us. Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It was originally a Modoc line. There, there is a very funny article. I mean, like, look, I, I'm sure nothing sucks worse than when you put a lot of effort into something and it's not well received by the public. Um, but it's still a very funny article where it's like, I don't know, Variety or something interviewed Jeff Loveness, the writer. And how of funny is it to interview a writer of something that everyone hates, like after it's come out? Like, hey, I'm this, like, people hate this. What do you think? Yeah, I'm like, like does his agent go like, yeah, he'll be talking. He he'll be happy to talk to you about that. He rocks. I was like, why'd you fucking sign me up to this? The the um headline is so funny. Yeah, I, I was loving it. Um, it's like, 
No one likes this. Ant-Man and Wasp Quantumania screenwriter Jeff Loveness was tasked with creating the most ambitious Ant-Man movie yet. Um, but oh, Sorry, that's not the headline. That's just the, it's the byline. The headline is Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania writer surprised, in quotation marks, by terrible reviews. <laughs> I was in a low spot and really sad about it. It's so insane. The article is bonkers. Yeah. I love it though, don't to you? To be honest, those reviews really took me by surprise. Loveness recently told the Daily Beast about the extreme critical bashing Quantumania faced. <laughs> I was in a pretty low spot. Those were not good reviews. And I was like, what the? That's his quote. It's so funny, man. It's just, man, I really didn't think they they, they saw this happening with that film. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, God damn. No, the reviews are wrong. I'm right. Modoc is great. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty happy with it overall, and I think I learned how to take a punch this week. And now I, now that I learned that it's not too bad, I can just get on with making things. It's awesome that he's doing like the two Avengers movies. <laughs> I swear he's a good writer, but I, I feel like I mean I haven't watched um, Jimmy Fallon or he wrote some good comics. I yeah, know, but I know like, you're unable to, re- incapable of reading anything these days. But no, I, I read books. Which one are you reading at the moment? Uh, Cinema Speculation by Quentin Tarantino. It's a book about movies. It doesn't count. No, it's essays about movies. Right. So it just, counts even less. I just, I just I just don't trust comics. So just retcon all the time. <laughs> Get attached to something. Yeah, well, he, he wrote a he wrote a four-issue uh, boom series about Judas. Yeah, I don't care. You love religion. No, I don't. Famously <laughs> not into it. I think just because you write a comic doesn't mean you should be able to write a movie. And it, we, Quantumania Yeah, I that. also don't think that it's entirely his fault. That no, I don't either, but yeah. it's definitely... Um, I just think it's like that made by a committee bullshit that yeah. needs to fucking go. In that interview, he's like, you know, the pitch he was given was Ant-Man has to be by himself and face an Avengers level threat. Yeah. And I'm like, I didn't see that movie. Yeah, exactly. I um, I feel like you have to do what... You have to you have to find a John Favreau, yep. you know, and, and he only he wields enough power that he can be like, this is how we're going to tell this story. And, you know, we've got Filoni on board. We've got this, like, crazy yeah. team of writers and directors. Um, I guess that's what Feige was. But, I mean, like, he's not really. He's, like, a facilitator. I feel like if they want to continue making as much MCU content as they are now, they need to div- divvy it up into, like, sections. Where there's, like, like Kathleen you, Kennedy at the top and then Dave. No, Blue I mean, those. like, creative. Like, it's like, hey, you handle the cosmic stuff. Yeah. You handle the street-level stuff and we'll handle the Avengers stuff or something Wasn't like it rumoured for a while that at one point James Gunn was going to be heading the cosmic MCU stuff? Remember? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, they the, the robot goes crazy. And then we're greeted to... Something that is surprisingly underseen in Star Wars live action and Star Wars lore, like canon lore, pirates, real pirates. You know, Han Solo is called a pirate. Maz Kanata is like, Castle is like a home for pirates. We don't really see any pirates pirating. Yeah. Too much. Buccaneering. But these guys looked great. They all had like sick individual designs, mad fits. And they're all incredible prosthetics. Like they were like... Yeah. They were so sick. They the main, like, that main dude, I, I, I meant to figure out who that, that voice who the was. That voice cool, was cool, wasn't it? Very, very familiar. But then it led to this like great little standoff showing the grief, uh, you know, still. that. And to be honest, that's 100% just the show I want. Yeah. I want just like weird cowboy shit with yeah. Carl Weathers being his fucking wizard king. Um, so it was great to have that bit, the stand. That was yeah, sick. Where, and then it kept Dan- going with the pirate chase and the. That was like pure bliss. For that was awesome. That was great. That was so sick. I loved like that big ship and like the weird swamp thing looking pirate. King. And like I'm I'm on team Carl Weathers when it comes to Mando just giving up his fucking quest. 
Oh, everyone uh, is. Just, just everyone kind of roasts him. Like, there's always been talks that like, um, the funniest thing about Mando is he's so clueless. Fuck God, he's never Mando, heard of Jedi. Be a cowboy. He's always asked. He's like, "What's this? What's that?" Like, he's he, yeah. He's kind of just like very like. Uh, he's a bit of a bimbo. Yeah, which I sure. love. Yeah. Uh, and then a special thing in this episode was we got chopsticks. How do you use these? The um, the I guess live action debut hint of the Purgil, Purgil, which is the giant space whales that were made famous in um Rebels. Famous. Well, they are if you if you if you if you are <laughs> you you know I guarantee a lot of listeners will know what I'm talking okay, about. But there's yeah. these giant giant creatures that basically can uh they can jump in like. There you go. There's an article that's already come up three hours ago. It's like Mandalorian just teased an answer. Like it's that's going to be. I I think it'll be related to Ahsoka because it has a lot to do with Rebels. But they are capable of traveling through hyperspace on their own, which inspired the invention of the hyperdrive. So like these ancient, sentient, huge whales that like organically jump. And in the Ahsoka series, one of them is going to be voiced by Aquafina. I hope so. Yeah, yeah no. Uh, they, they have a lot to do with the... Uh, Hyperspace is crazy. <laughs> they have a lot to do with the Rebels finale and even stuff that happened in um, Mando season two when she asks where Thrawn is. Like, Thrawn's directly tied to them. Yeah, okay, cool. So it's Like, all, directly. It's like with, with, he's, he's with a rope. Tied to yeah, one great. Of them. Yeah, and it, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's driven off while he's um, hand still. He, he's, uh, I don't know, pants are stuck to the door. So... Uh, Mando can't get the droid he wants from uh, Carl Weathers. So he's like, I gotta go. And then he goes to a, 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 a little crib of Babu Fricks. Yeah, to, to try dro- and fix, droid to fix RG-11. So do you think do you think RG-11 is going to come no. back in full glory this year? Or no, not? I don't. He's done. Okay. I think so. Now he's got someone else. Well, now he's going to look for someone else. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how did this episode end? I can't remember. Um, he, he went to go see what's her name. Bo-Katan Bo-Katan Yes And Bo-Katan's like There's no Mandalore You idiot It's it's done Yeah that's how it ended Yeah She's like it's ruined It's destroyed Get out of here No and then yeah Yeah She's looking really sad And surly on her throne Fun as fuck episode Like tons of good shit I love just the lore they have I love just seeing Din and and Grogu together Yeah like, but I, I just love how much lore And character this series has made Like it's own Yeah You know It, it it's crazy to think that this, so this, this first episode is chapter 17. So we've essentially spent like close to 17 hours with these characters, which is longer than like any Fett other episodes. Star Wars character. Boba Fett episodes too. Oh yeah. We're yeah. like in 20 plus hour territory. Um, and yes, they do explain why. Cause basically, uh, grief Kaga says you should be here, Mando and be my, uh, you know, my, my, uh, marshal and arrest that be, be my law enforcement. And he's like, what happened to Cara Dune? And then they're like, uh, you know, they, they wrote her out. They're like, uh, she went back to her home planet. Yeah. <laughs> they say uh, she was... She became a... She, she joined like a yeah. special unit team after taking in uh, Moff Gideon. That's right. Which is a great in-universe explanation to never having to see her again. Never do a recast. Yeah, for sure. But I'm, uh, you know, the trailer showed like dr pershing he's like the doctor with the glasses who was like all about the getting the blood from grogu yep so i'm looking forward to seeing what happens to him oh and cool okay yeah there's shots in the trailer there's like him in a speeder and coruscant and stuff so very curious to see what happens but yeah man i was like damn mando's back and in a post andor world it just hits it's mando yeah exactly it's it's that, that like it's wild how beloved of- mandalorian and grogu are like they are probably 
the most popular Star Wars characters at the moment. Because, like... Wouldn't you say? Like, they're, they're probably more popular than anyone from the sequel trilogy. Anyone from, like, the prequels. Like, in terms of iconography, like, the imagery of them is so big now. And not in a, like, retro sense. Like, the original trilogy. Like, those two characters mean so much to people. Yeah, absolutely. It's kind of insane. Like what it's done for Star Wars. Yeah. Was Pedro Pascal, like, what, what's his big thing before being a Mandalorian? So he was in Narcos, I believe. Right. Uh, and in, also in some of Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. Okay, right. But sure. I don't think he was ever, like, a main character. I mean, I think in Narcos he was, like, a villain maybe. Okay. But, or maybe not. I, I'm not sure. I've never watched it because it was a Netflix show and I was like, well, they're going to cancel it. Yeah. Also, like, I don't care. But, uh, yeah, it's like the one that he was like, I guess, first build in is Mandalorian. Because he, 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 he's just killing it, man. He's People love him. People are But it's really hard not to. Yeah, yeah. You know what it is? It's like because we see him being like a gruff but like caring, comf- like comforting father. Oh, yeah, I forgot he was in Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, yeah. Which <laughs> he was probably like one of the best things yeah, about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just he was funny though. Yeah, such a like, such a miss. Yeah. Yeah, but man, it, it's I'm so glad they're back. We've got eight weeks of this. Yeah, so we, Angus and I watched it together, um, which is, uh, I think I, I need You said it, it in he- osmosis, I like... Yeah, I, I need to watch this bullshit with you because otherwise I don't care as much because you tell me what that, why I should care about Yeah, well, yeah, I'm just like, oh, this is I that. forget everything. But not, well, in like so a, like... Um, not in like a Marvel sense. What do you mean? Well, where it's like, oh this is going to happen. It's different with Star Wars because it's like, oh, this is this thing. Whereas Marvel, a lot of the like Glup Shadow fandom stuff is like, oh, in the comics, this happens. Like, it, you know oh, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure, where this yeah. is kind of a bit different in the sense where it's like, I'm never like, oh, this is going to happen. It's like, this person is that or that creature means this. Yeah, okay, Where sure. it's not like, I don't never well, watch the MCU movies like with that involved. It's, it's like, oh. No, but I mean like fans are like that. Yeah, I, but I think like, that annoys you though, the, the idea that someone could do that, whereas I just ignore it. Yeah. I mean, it does ignore me, but it's just like a lot of these stories are told already. So they're like... Yeah, okay, sure. Oh, and then it, it creates, you know, an entire realm of YouTube channels where it's like, this is is this how Kang will die? Like the day yeah. he makes his on-screen debut, <laughs> there will be like 40-minute essays about like how he's going to die because of his comic death. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, you know, four years later when he doesn't die like he did in a comic from the 70s, that will make like six hours of YouTube videos about that. Yeah. It's a perfect system. It's so, Someone, uh, this bro dude came up on TikTok today and it was like here are my th- here are the three worst movies in the MCU and it was Eternal so I'm like okay cool okay. after a good start obviously that's that's in there then he said Captain Marvel and Thor oh, the worst by far and then the last Thor movie which I I, I think that 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 definitely uh, yeah it's like bottom wrong I feel like they're also samey that it's like it's like so for the most of them I'm just like I guess they were fine I guess are they the worst I don't know I wouldn't call them the worst would you put Quantumania in the worst um, maybe. Yeah, you re- I really didn't like. You saw like as soon as we left, I was like, that was nothing. Yeah, like, yeah, it just meant nothing. I didn't really understand what was going on. It was not because I wasn't paying attention. Like, I just honestly, as someone, I've said it so many times, I just don't get Kang yet, and I don't think it was a great introduction to him. Right. I was just yeah. like, who's this like loser? <laughs> like he was just like hanging around, and everyone was just like not talking about him, and it didn't make me think he was like cool. They wouldn't shut the fuck up about it. No, him. but they wouldn't. They're like, oh, it's him. Oh, they just right, they would talk sure. about not talking about him. Okay, yeah, yeah. Actually, what's really funny in that interview that's like, uh, you know, he's like, oh, I'm like bummed that 
IMR that everyone hates Quantum Mania. He also I'm says, sorry uh, about, "I'm sorry, about you know, that, I'm man. proud of some stuff. I wrote some really great stuff between with um Kang and Janet." And I'm like, "Did you?" Yeah, that was. I was like, "I don't think you a, did a, a two minute scene. I don't know. I don't know. think you, I don't think you wrote great stuff with them." But yeah, no, I just walked away from it feeling absolutely nothing. And I honestly found the post credit scene with all of the Kangs like really bad. <laughs> like it was, it looked like fun '60s Batman villains. That's what I like, though. I well, that's that. what. I, but I found yeah. it like it just didn't work for me because I was like, I don't get what this is. Like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm dumb, but I just Kang didn't work for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, if if these movies get goofy, that'd be fucking sick. Yeah, I'm I'm all. For I don't want an overly serious. No, like, I'm all for we goofy. We have to save the world. I, I, I want like some weird. Yeah, I'm all for goofy. I just I'm kind. Of, yeah, I'll get into it later. But I'm confused. The whole thing with uh, you know how you said like Kang in the comics is time travel, but the the movies is. Multiverse shit. I got, this is what confused me with Loki because they speak about the sacred timeline. Yeah. And in my head, call me dumb, but I can uh, to me I make that makes me think of like one prime timeline. Yeah. But then in the show they go into detail and say no, the sacred timeline is the direction of heaps of multiverses. And I'm like, that's when I start. To yeah, like, no, it's mumbo jumbo. I'm like, bullshit. I don't get that. Yeah, yeah. So then they're like, oh, it's one timeline. We have to prune ones that aren't part of the sacred one, but there's heaps of them. And I'm like, well. You, just have one or yeah no i totally get you that is that that really yeah. confused me with loki whereas yeah like i like like the multiverse stuff in um in like dc comics it's always like it's it's a, it's mainly it's about this is what earth looks like in all these different mm. universes like the, the all the grant morrison multiversity yeah, stuff the is Batman just the stuff. fucking best have you ever read multiversity Yes. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That yeah. is some good comics. That was a good run. It was like 12 issues or something, was it? I think seven. Oh, or seven. Like that? Yeah, 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 right. Anyway, um, you can see that this conversation is far from over. And if you want to hear us talk about more about... We could talk <coughs> about more Mando. What we Star Wars, happen. Mando, multiverses, and uh, the latest episode of Last of Us. And you, you know I'm going to bring Kirby back up again. You know that little pink bitch is going <laughs> to... Don't you call head. Kirby a pink bitch. Well, what are you going to do about it? <coughs> Suck you up and get the powers of um, a cat owner. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you could uh, suck up a few hundred people that subscribe to PayFam if you like. Shit, bro. And uh, you can then get the powers of having another episode of PayFam oh, every single week. Um, or you could just pay five bucks a sing- every single month and that gets you in a new episode every single week. We're going to hit stop on this episode and hit record on the next one. Uh, we already told you what it's going to be about. You can hear it over at patreon.com slash heyfam. And also when you sign up, you also get access to our Discord community. We've got spoiler channels for The Mandalorian. We've got a spoiler channel still going or a roast channel for Quantumania <clears throat> and channels for all kinds of good shit. There's a Kirby channel there. Don't you? You better fucking believe it's there. It, I, it's, it's popping off. And if you call him a pink bitch in there, I'm going to block you. I'll call him one right now. <laughs> um, and of course, we've got the one and only Dime Zone. Uh the you best. keep threatening to change, and I'm like, oh, no, I, I love it now. That was I. I pruned the Levens from the timeline that wanted to kill good. the Diamond Zone. The Diamond Zone safe for now. Thank God. Patreon.com/slash HeyFam. Five bucks a month, extra episode. Shut the fuck up and give us your money. Bye. Money.